Good morning, it's Friday, January 12th, and this is the Daily Chirp Podcast. We're bringing you a closer look at one of our top stories along with other important things going on in our community. Today, we'll focus on a comprehensive 109-page lawsuit filed against the county, the county recorder David Stevens, and the three members of the Board of Supervisors. Before we begin, we'd like to thank our sponsors at Lolly Automotive. Hi everyone, I'm Sean Lawley from the Lawley Automotive Group, and we've stocked up on inventory at all of our dealerships. If you've been thinking about a new car, we've got the deal for you on a new Buick, GMC, Chevrolet, Ford, Kia, Hyundai, Honda, Nissan, Chrysler, Dodge, Jeep, and Ram. You don't have to go to Tucson or Phoenix to buy a new vehicle. We're your hometown dealer since 1995. We'll beat the big city dealers in price, and our customer service is small town dealer friendly. Come into any one of the Lawley dealerships today, or shop lollycars.com and see why nobody beats a Lawley deal. Nobody. Now some Arizona trivia. Did you know that Hazel Daniels was a pioneering African-American figure in Arizona? He was the state's first black legislator, assistant attorney general, and judge. Born in Texas, he grew up in Arizona and excelled in football during high school. Daniels worked menial jobs to fund his education, earning degrees in social sciences and education. He served in the Army Air Forces during World War II, then pursued law at the University of Arizona, becoming Arizona's second black lawyer and the first admitted to the state bar. Elected to the Arizona House of Representatives in 1950, Daniels, alongside Carl Sims, broke racial barriers in state politics. He played a crucial role in desegregating Phoenix schools and later served as a city magistrate. Daniels' legacy continues through the Arizona Black Bar, which was formerly known as the Hazel B. Daniels Bar Association. Today's history is brought to you by Benson Hospital. The team at Benson Hospital is always working towards building a healthier community. For example, when the Benson Food Pantry needed a new home, they worked with them to find one, and their staff even helped them apply for grants to support the mission. You can learn more about everything they're doing for our community by following them on Facebook at facebook.com slash bensonhospital. Now our future story. A comprehensive 109-page lawsuit was filed against the county, the county recorder David Stevens, and the three members of the Board of Supervisors. This legal action initiated by American Oversight, a nonpartisan nonprofit organization dedicated to ensuring government transparency, represents a potentially expensive legal battle related to the administration of the county's elections. The core of the lawsuit revolves around American Oversight's efforts to enforce Arizona's public records law. The organization has submitted six public records requests between 2022 and 2023, seeking potentially hundreds of records. The defendants, including supervisors Tom Crosby, Ann English, and Peggy Judd, are accused of failing to provide a legally sufficient rationale for not releasing the requested records, a move American Oversight claims is in flagrant disregard of their obligations under the law. The lawsuit emphasizes the strong presumption in Arizona law for the timely availability of such records for public inspection. Furthermore, it seeks an order for Cochise County to cover the legal expenses incurred by American Oversight in bringing this matter to court. The withheld records, according to the lawsuit, are of broad public interest, especially in light of their content, which includes details about the controversial changes made to the duties and authority of David Stevens with Election Administration in 2023. American Oversight's action also brings to light the Cochise County Attorney's Office's role in processing a significant portion of public record requests, a responsibility typically expected of the county board or clerk of the board. The records sought could reveal information about the Cochise County Board of Supervisors' actions in 2023, such as their attempted hand-count audit of all ballots, their refusal to certify the 2022 election results, and their connection with election activists promoting the hand-counting of ballots. 
The lawsuit outlines various requests made by American Oversight, including one from November 2022 seeking communications between the three supervisors and external individuals and entities, as well as Arizona legislators and the Attorney General's office. It highlights the county's response to these requests, or lack thereof, and raises concerns about the adequacy and legality of these responses. In summary, the lawsuit represents a critical moment in the ongoing conversation about transparency and accountability in government. Stay with us at MyHeraldReview.com for updates. Thanks for listening. Before we continue, a quick message from our sponsors, Prestige Family Living. Here at Prestige Assisted Living at Sierra Vista, the holidays are about to get ugly. Join us for our ugly sweater party taking place December 15th from 2 to 4 p.m. Amid the beauty of the season, we want to see your most garish garments. The best of the worst holiday sweaters will win prizes and will have snacks and refreshments along with all sorts of holiday fun. For more, visit prestigecare.com slash Sierra Vista. Again, that's prestigecare.com slash Sierra Vista. Next, the MAMA Project focuses on helping mothers stabilize their families by connecting them to a network of moms who are going through the same struggles. The one-year program helps moms find jobs, medical and mental health resources, and childcare. One year ago, Kelsey Callahan was struggling to feed her family, homeless with two young kids. I'm not looking for a handout. I've always been very independent, but I just kind of needed help being steered in the right direction. Callahan was working at a coffee shop in Pinetop when she heard about the Mama Project. She applied, interviewed, and was accepted into the program that same day. I was very alone and in a dark, depressive state. And coming here, I met one of my best friends. Women 25 to 35 years old and children ages 6 to 11 make up the two largest demographics living in poverty in Navajo County. The Mama Project gives single mothers living in poverty the support they need to get back on their feet. The mental health component of having other women who are going through the same things that you're going through is really helpful. Mama Project program coordinator Molly McGavick can relate to the moms on a personal level. She was a single mom in Navajo County and struggled to provide the basic needs for her and her children. Having something like this program when I was a single mom would have been super beneficial for me. In this building right behind me, single mothers will gather every week for class, all with the same goals, to better their lives for themselves and their children. They get to know you and your struggles and they help you survive it and keep your children by your side. This program helps you realize that there are actual people out there that want to help. The Mama Project is a one-year program. It focuses on helping moms achieve stability for their families by connecting them to a community of moms going through the same struggles. They help moms find jobs, medical and mental health resources, and childcare. Callahan graduated from the project last year, and her life has changed drastically. Through this program, I went from homeless and barely making any money to making good enough money to survive on and having my own home for my kids and myself. So. It's crazy. This time around, Callahan's younger sister is a part of the program, and she says she's excited to see the progress her sister will make. In the studio, Molly McBride, Cronkite News. Thanks for listening. Before we continue, a quick message from our sponsors, Ace Hardware. 
Hi, this is Les from Sierra Vista Ace. This is a great time to paint. Ace stocks Clark and Kensington, Valspar, Dunn Edwards, and our own Ace Royal paint in interior and exterior finishes. We can computer match other brands and colors too. All the colors you can imagine, even one named Sierra Vista. Decide on the wall or room to paint, bring in a color idea, and let Ace mix your paint. Treat yourself to a new brush and roller too. Save gas, save time, shop Ace first. Sierra Vista Ace since 1981 on the corner of Fry and Highway 92. Next, an upcoming event that you should know about. This Saturday, head over to Livia's beginning at 7.30 a.m. for cars and coffee. There will be shiny machines, hot drinks, and delicious pastries. Come bring your ride or stop by to see others' classic cars. These events are great for friends and to make friends. Finally, today we're remembering the life of Donita Lincoln Wilcox. Donita was born in Kingman in 1948 and was a lifelong Arizonan. She graduated from Arizona State University and was a math teacher at Anderson Junior High School in Chandler. In 1967, she married Dale, who survives her. She loved to be the wife of a rancher and had served as Cowbell's president in Mojave County. Donita loved to travel and visited places all over the globe. In addition to her husband, she is also survived by her children, six grandchildren, and her sister. Thank you for taking a moment to celebrate and remember Donita's life. Thanks for tuning in to the Herald Review podcast today. And remember, the Herald Review is here for you with local news you can trust. Subscribe today for unlimited access to all of our content for just $14 per month. This is less than the cost of one hour of one reporter's work on a single story. Also, want to stay up to date on what's going on? Join Neighbor, your trusted neighborhood community. Neighbor is a free online forum you can trust to connect with your community, focus on facts, and make a difference. Join the conversation. Visit nabur.myheraldreview.com. It's a beautiful day in the neighborhood, especially in Cochise County. Become part of the hyperlocal conversation on Cochise County's exclusive social media platform, Neighbor. That's N-A-B-U-R. Your neighbors are striking up meaningful conversations, sharing exquisite Cochise County photos, and respecting each other's views without any other social media noise. No unwanted advertising and only respectful conversations on hot community topics. That's right. Our journalism project manager can set the record straight and help answer any pressing questions about the happenings in our community. Join the conversation at myheraldreview.com slash N-A-B-U-R.